Hi, my name is Stephen Maloney. I'm the Chief Executive Officer of TRX Gold. We are listed on the New York Stock Exchange American under the symbol TRX and on the TSX under the symbol TNX. We have a, an operating gold project in Tanzania, producing right now at 1,000 tons per day processing capacity with throughput producing 25,000 ounces, and we're growing that to 2,000 tons per day, which will double the throughput of the operation as we continually expand the Buck Reef Gold Project in Tanzania. Hi. Stephen, good, sir. good to see you. Um, obviously, condolences, um, news on Friday. Um, to wanna, yeah, yeah, thank you. A few words. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, yes, our our founder and chairman passed away on Friday, caught us really off guard. Um, although he was 82, he was in relatively good spirits and, and good health, and uh, and he'll be greatly missed. Okay, well, I think it's always worth, worth acknowledging and, and, and yeah, saying. thank you. Know, you. For you and your team. Um, Let's, now, we've not met or spoken before, so yeah. maybe this will be a slightly, slightly, if you don't mind, longer session. I, I want to work out a little bit about you, the business plan, strategy, yeah. et cetera. So um, first of all, where, where have you come from? What's, what's your sort of relevant experience? So I joined this company just over two and a half years ago in December of um, 2020. So just after the pandemic or the core of the pandemic and, and moving into 2021. Prior to that, I was a partner managing director at PricewaterhouseCoopers. Um, I led the deals mining practice in that role. I'd done a lot of um, M&A, capital raising, and a lot of advisory assignments as well, both on the operational and financial side uh, of businesses. And I did that right across the world. So I had clients in the CIS, Russia, Japan, China, Indonesia, obviously Canada, the United States, and, and and into Europe as well. So I got a very well broad based sense of uh, mining globally from that, and you know it was a lot of interesting work. Right, and, and that was all before the world got the way it is today. Yeah. <laughs> no. So hopefully some of that allows you to actually work out what a, what a good good company looks like, and and obviously. Um, why you got involved yeah. in the TR, TRX. Um, now, you, there's kind of been all changed about three years ago in terms of the, the management yeah. and I guess the focus of the management. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so the, the, the management team is my, myself. Um, we have a, a CFO who is a former Barrick executive in, in Michael Leonard, a COO who has worked in both majors and in junior companies in, in Andrew Cheadle. In Tanzania, we have a um, a Tanzanian native as our SVP in Tanzania. And then on the ground itself, we have, uh, you know, a lot of people who came from other miners across Africa. So in, in Tanzania, the, what I call the social infrastructure is there in which their universities have ge geology programs, metallurgical programs, and other mining disciplines. And, and what happens is they go work for the barracks and the Anglos and start off there work throughout Africa, and then they come back home. And so we have a lot of those people, and our general manager is one who worked and built Taranga's mines in Senegal, for instance. Right, okay. Yeah, it, it, it's a great country. We've done some well fun searches um, in, in country, good people, um, and yeah. a great place to work. And I'm sure you'll tell us about some of the other yeah. player, players in the, in, in the, in the country. Um, I, I want to try and understand what you walked in with this new team trying to do. What was the brief day one compared to where you are today? So, so the brief day one is, if you look at it, I put it into stages now. So the first stage was basically restructuring and rebuilding relationships. And, and so, so on. Why is that? And so, so the company was around a long time. It's had this project for 
since 2012, but it never developed it. And so in, in Africa, you need to develop your projects, whereas in North America, you can kind of sit on them a little bit longer, but in Africa, you need to develop them in order to build your social license. The gold's in the ground. They want royalties, taxes, and jobs from that gold and, and start a development. And, and so the first part was the restructuring of that rebuilding of relationships. So in that, we had to put in place brand new teams, um, look at a business plan that could come from a money losing half million dollars a month operation into a profit and then put in place in which the second phase now is putting in place the longer term value creation business plan. So when we looked at the half million dollar a month losing operation, the plan there was let's put in place a small ball mill to make that from a money losing operation into a slightly profitable operation. But were you losing money because it was going through exploration process? Because because no, why? No, it, it was in a test plant. The throughput wasn't high enough, um, and there was just too much GNA. Okay. So we wanted to put it instead of retrenching, which then impacts your social license. We wanted to put in place a plan that would cover everything and, and not cost the company money each month. So we did that through an expansion to 15 tons per hour. Um, we subsequently did another expansion to 45 tons per hour or 1,000 tons per day. And now we're currently undergoing another expansion to 2,000 tons per day. Right. So, yeah, the, the, the ambition was there early on. You, you saw that this needed to, be, needed to go to the front foot rather than back foot and yeah. you know, hunkered out. Okay. So, um, you got 2 million ounces of MI. Yes. Just over. Yeah, just in over. our 2020 um, resource state. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, and I think there's about point, point 0.6 on the uh, uh, inferred as yeah. well, right? Yeah. Um, since 2020, there's been much more expansion drilling or infill drilling. So the the, the the drilling since 2020 has been mainly focused on extending where the ore bodies are. So our main zone deposit has been extended to the northeast as well as in the south. Mm -hmm. And we discovered an equal length trend 500 meters to that main zone in the Anfield trend that's, that's anchored with the eastern porphyry and a defunct mine off the special mining license. And both trends are over two kilometers in length. So when we're talking about the resources, we're still only talking about the main zone. Mm -hmm. um, we'll have other zones on this property that are hopefully just as big or larger than those, but they got to be drilled out over time, the exploration dollars spent, which is currently coming out of the ground. Most of the capital right now is on the exist expansion. Then when that's done, we'll be back to the drill bit. Right, so talk to me about how you see your allocation of capital across you know, like there's a lot of things to tackle. Yeah, right? you, you talk about scaling up. You know, growing ounces pr produced, but you've also got to be mindful of this, these, the spend and what's the best use of spend right now in this economic climate and at your stage of, of, uh -huh. of development. So, what does what does that look like f for you at the moment? So, what it looks like for me when I look at allocation of capital is there's so much that comes out of the ground yeah. in, in in profits. So, the first allocation of capital is to get the economies of scale of a much larger plant. And they'll be there. And so we look at payback periods for that. And I like to have payback periods that are six months or less. So that sort of capital we spent on that expansion first. And we'll ramp into that because the way we've done this is we've got three ball mills, small ball mills on site currently. We'll put a much larger one with the same capacity as those three. Mm -hmm. But the infrastructure around tanks and crushing and, and tailings and other, other infrastructure around mining aren't there yet. So we'll take, we'll ramp up and take some of those smaller ball mills offline as we ramp in and build 
the remaining pieces of a, of a much larger plant. And that works because in, in from a power perspective, um, the much larger plant is much more economic from that perspective. And then we also have a stockpile with 10,000 ounces on it that we'll utilize and run through those plants as well as we move into mining fleet and taking care of that. Okay, so talk to me about the balance sheet, okay? Because you're, you're sitting with some some oxide, but 90% of it is, is sulfur. Is it, yeah. is, that's right, okay? Correct. So in terms of um, met, met work, quite good, 88.7 on the on the sulfur. Yeah. So is that about that, a little bit higher yeah. on oxides? Right. Yeah, so we're about just over 80% on sulfides and yeah. 90% on the oxides. And, and so we're processing both now. Right. So, so we could do that, but we, in order to be really efficient that, we need to upgrade the crushing circuit, which we'll do as part of this plant expansion. And those, those have been ordered. They should be on site in a, in a couple of months. And, and that will then enable us to really optimize the mine plan between oxides and sulfides right. to maximize right. output. So, and you can't really sort of talk about recoverables without talking about payables and so forth. So in terms of operating in Tanzania, Again, to give yes. us a sense of what that looks like. Because you're reinvesting all of this. Yeah, so operating Tanzania, what we've discovered is we like Tanzania from an operating perspective. So, for instance, our tanks are all locally built. Okay. So there's shipbuilders on Lake yeah. Victoria who will come to site and build tanks and weld their tanks on site. Right, right. And they bend all the steel. So if you build ships, you can build tanks. It's pretty easy. They yeah, don't leak either. Same thing. Yeah, same thing. So... So that, you know, we utilize a lot of local services. All the electrical p- components are done locally. The even right on down into the control panels are are engineered and, and done locally. Now, obviously, we're a public company on the New York Stock Exchange, so we have an overarching Western engineering firm looking at all of that work as well and and doing the sign offs on it. And then that's the way we build it out. So Tanzanians, they want to work. They do good work and they can build in a very cost-effective manner. So we've been very pleased with that. And then we're 100% local on site. Our mining contractor is 100% Tanzanian. Um, our geology staff is 100% Tanzanian. Our general manager is Tanzanian. Uh, so it's been a good place to, to operate from. Definitely. But coming back to the comment around, or question around payables, I'm, I'm sort of intrigued because you've got to, you, yeah, you're producing ounces, which is great. I want to I understand the margins involved, how much you're going to be reinvesting. Yeah, okay. that's the kind of driver for growth for you, isn't it? Yeah, the driver for growth is the reinvestment. Look, we all know what type of capital cost environment we're in. Yes, it ain't, it's not cheap. Yeah. Capital isn't cheap. Um, even debt's not cheap. So the cost of equity is very significant. Um, you know, I think this is the first year in, say, 20 years that you're able to go in, in North America anyway and get over 5% GIC, almost up to 7%. So, to, you know, there are places for people to put their money, so you better be growing. So from our perspective, we're currently producing between 20 and 25,000 ounces. That's what our plant Annual will produce. Right. Yeah, 1,000 tons per day. Yeah, We'll double that. That will get between 40 and 50,000 ounces. We're looking at cash costs in the range of around 800 to $850 an ounce. All in sustaining cost of probably just over a thousand to eleven hundred dollars an ounce when you when you add everything into it. Um, so there's good margins here, but mining is a capital intensive business. So you got good margins. Um, you need to reinvest in tailings. You need to reinvest in sustaining capital. So once once all of those investments are made, then the excess goes into um, continually expanding the operation or putting it in a drill bit. This next expansion will spring 
a lot more economies of scale. Yeah. Um, particularly around power and efficiencies in the processing um, plant. And, and so that will then be reinvested. There's so much drilling potential here um, and exploration potential. That needs to be unlocked. Right. right. And okay, that's the future growth to get to a, you know, our goal would be to have well in excess of 10 plus years of profitable production at well over 100,000 ounces. That's the ultimate right. goal. That's a valuable mining property. It, it absolutely is. And I guess, I, I guess, as literally was where it's going to go, because um, I don't think you've kind of got that production or producer re rates. Uh, in there because it's up three years for for precious yeah. metals and well equities quite frankly but you've not seen that production re-rate and i think people are going to be looking to you okay give me the scale okay i want to see this hundred thousand mark yeah. hit and i want a sense of when that's going to be hit i want a sense of the margins you're going to be able to achieve yeah. presumably your aic and a, 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 a and your sustaining cost will come down as you get that scale too have you got a goal in mind yeah so what we'll do in the interim obviously most people do this through studies yeah. and show the market what it can be yeah. through a study so we will do study over the next six to 12 months more than likely a pea type form study so or right. pre-fees type study um the company had a pre-fees in in 2018 prior to me and the new management team getting involved but that needs to be re-looked at the rules have changed it's all about mineable ounces and things of that nature now and in pit and underground resources. So you get a sense of what it can be with what's the inventory is there currently. Mm. And then you, and then when you put a drill bit in and you continually find things, you keep on updating that. So there's lots of companies, well, actually just two or three that kind of do that on an ongoing basis that have good valuations. Then you'll get a sense of the margins and the production profile and the cost, more importantly, the cost to get to those type of... Uh, well, that, I, that I think the important thing is, not only do you need to know that, but the market needs to yes. know that too. Right? In, in order, order to value us. Yeah. Exactly, to value. Because yeah. no, it's hard to do comps without it. So what gave you the um, conviction to actually move ahead without um, you know, being able to advise the market on those like, those, those economics? Now, quick paybacks. Quick paybacks. Let's talk about that, because that's, <laughs> that's really, really <laughs> interesting. Because some, sometimes that's a real liability and a real yeah. danger. Yeah. But the simplicity, because this is at surface and quite shallow. Correct. Right? Yeah. Right. So strip ratio, practically non-existent. Well, you're still know, it's, it's under five. five. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but the, but the point is, it's simplistic metallurgy, simplistic yeah. open pit mining, right. and you know reasonable grade. They've got this real mixture, which I guess is greenstone, typical greenstone, some high grade veins and and some homogeneous yeah, sort high of one to two areas. Yeah. 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 So. You felt that there's enough case studies around and, and enough experience from, I guess, people like from. So who's your Barrick guy? Was he CFO? Or yeah, CFO? yeah, yeah, C CFO. Yeah. CFO, right? Okay. Yeah. There's enough experience to so say I think we can do this without mucking it up. Yeah, yeah. So so look, I look for projects that I can understand. So I'm not a geologist or an engineer, but I'm reasonably educated in those disciplines. Um, I need to understand the metallurgy because when I in my role at PwC, I saw a lot of restructurings too. Yeah. And so what you learn from restructuring is about like raw and yeah. what to look out for. Yeah. And so metallurgy is a big one. So this one's simple, grind, crush, the IL. Both oxides and sulfides. We're doing a variable MET study now with SGS in, in South Africa. And hopefully that verifies it right across the deposit. So right now it's simple, straightforward metallurgy. Um, it does come to surface. So that's great. You don't need to spend $50 million to get to the ore body, like some projects that I see. Um, that's a major component of capital cost. And the grade profile, decent for an open pit uh, resource. So when you add all that up, yeah, your paybacks are, are pretty good. 
And, and, and that's part of the reason why the business plan has been, you know, start small, de-risk it, grow it, de-risk it some more and grow it again. Because if you try to, you know, go out and get it to 100,000 ounces right away, well, we've seen what happens in that environment. There's cost blowouts, yep. there's delays, there's this, there's that. You got no cash flow to pay for anything until you actually get into production. It's tough. It's not an easy business. It's, it's not an easy business. I think, but like we're seeing lots of people come up, trying to come up with alternative strategies to kind of navigate this marketplace. Yeah. Okay? Because, yeah, uh, we're going for 100,000 out of the gate. That's a, that's a, it costs a lot of money. Yeah. A heck of a lot of dilution. It's part of your messaging here is we are cash producing. It will contribute towards our OPEX and we will yeah. continue to be able to scale without raising money. So if you look at one of the slides in our corporate presentation now, is what you'll see is one of the things I needed to do when it first came in is recapitalize the company. Yeah. It only had $2 million on its balance sheet. So we raised a net amount of $25 million. Our last raise was in January of uh, two years ago. Right. So, so it, out of that $25 million, we have seven and a half on the balance sheet currently. And we've invested, I believe, as of Q3 um, 2023, which would have been in May 2023. Thirty-seven million dollars. Okay. So yes, that 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 proves out. You take that net capital raised and you um, and, and you and you put it into production. Then you get a multiplier effect on that. While at the same time, we've kept G and A's actually come down a little bit. Okay. Okay. So you, you, your message to either well shareholders and people looking in because this is seventy percent yeah. retail, right? Um, if there's a thing, are you looking to kind of change that as you kind of go through the brand? I think that naturally changes over time. Right. As you become more valuable of a company, your market cap increases. Sure. You you start to attract that institutional base yeah. um, and the retail base, but you can't leave the retail base alone. They're, the retail base is always going to be extremely yeah, important. important. So that liquidity and, and, and I guess a little bit of volume trading yeah. when you need it as when you need it is good. So your message to them and people looking in because I think, you know, we're certainly very keen to point towards, yeah. you know, late stage developers or producers Get in a market, market like this for, for retail. Yeah. It's, a, it's a safer bet. Your message to them is, is what? This will be slow but accretive growth over time don't expect any spikes like we saw in 2020 2021 is that the yeah i think that's going to be the the current messaging in this environment unless you see an opportunity that adds a lot of value from a right. shareholder value perspective but it's got to add value to existing shareholders too right in, in that and you need to have that, that that multiplier impact right so right now the 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 business plan is to steady as she goes and continue to grow it Right. So um, the Or Group are in country. They, they did a deal, didn't they? Well, I'll say. Or Corp, yeah. They or were just, Corp, sorry. Yeah, or yeah, Corp is an Australian sorry. listed. Yeah. Uh, they'll get almost 200,000 ounces out of the gate. Yeah. Um, I think it's a half billion dollar project was sold to um, Silver Corp. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. We spoke in a couple of weeks ago in uh, Beaver Creek, actually. Um, so do, do you see opportunities in country or do you feel that with m and Is that balance between... We've got stuff to do. Let's yeah. get ahead down and do that versus we're, we're opportunistic because you've got to say that. I, I would say we're up. opportunistic. Look, at the end of the day, you realize this and I realize this. A $110 million market cap company is good, yeah. Uh, but you need to be larger to attract all the sources that want to invest in this space. And so you have to be nimble too and growing. You can't grow for the sake of doing transactions. So it is one industry too that one plus one does equal three. 
from a valuation perspective and a, and a risk spreading perspective, but it would be those type of, I, I like messes a little bit more and I like really clean things yeah. because if it's clean, you're paying top dollar for it. Yeah. If it's a little bit underloved and a little messy and you have the skill set to go in and change it, you can create a lot of value. Yeah. And, and, and so I think there are opportunities available um, and we see more and more of those. I think, you know, that we will look at that, you know, but it's got to be creative for shareholders and make a lot of sense. And then really it's got to be within our skill set as well. well. So stick to the net. Like I've, yeah. I've seen instances the last couple of months where one plus one equals one. So um, yeah. 200 million to $100 million companies are, equals one $100 million company. Wow. Right? Some oh, no, it's pretty no. bad, right? It's pretty oh. So no one wants that. And so stick to the netting. Focus on this implementation, this upgrade to the, we get to 2,000 yeah. ton per day, um, reduce those margins, ASIC um, and, and the all-in, et cetera. That, is that the goal for now? That's the goal for now. And look, there's a couple of reasons driving that. And what I've noticed in the markets, and you've seen that because you just mentioned one plus one equals zero one or 0 0.5. Yeah. And I think this is a market where if you tell the market you have a liquidity problem oh, or mm. you need to raise capital in the future, um, and create a liquidity overhang for yourself. Oh man, it could punish you pretty bad in this market. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you got to try, try to avoid that. Yeah, and I, like I don't think the normal rules have applied for the last couple of years in in this space. Yeah. Yeah, seemingly so. Um, fundamentals driven. We're, we're going to be producing, throwing off yeah. cash. We're trying not to dilute. Yeah, doesn't sound like you're going to dilute uh, and grow the grow this thing. Yeah, yeah. I like okay. it. So, thank, thank you. you. Thanks, Thanks for coming, coming in and talking yeah, through that. that. We'd not obviously, like I said, met or spoken yeah. before, but it's, it's an interesting approach to how you actually go and old-fashioned, generate cash. It's nice. It's amazing. you got to have a business there, right? <laughs> you got to have a business. The purpose to exist. Yeah. Right? Or, or you, you have to show the market that you're going to be a business. Look, there's a lot of risk in this business. Uh, the metallurgy is one, obviously. The processing, the capital blowouts, managing all that is difficult, Right. And uh, what I say, we haven't made any mistakes. Yeah, we made a few mistakes, but they're not going to cost the company. Right. Okay. Right. Well, send us, okay? Yeah. yeah. Thank you.